showtime. Everyone, welcome to the Rosie and Bill show. We have a very wonderful show for you today. And this one, we're kind of targeting um, some of the parents out there who are dealing with children staying at home during the quarantine. And folks, if you are out of ideas on how to keep your children focused and entertained and occupied during this <laughs> stay in place, tonight's guest has done something to help. Author Dreema Denver has written a book called Four Bears in a Box, and this book is so delightful. It's sweet, and it encourages children to use their imaginations. Yes, it does. I am so, um, this book has ended up being so timely uh, in ways that I and the publisher never, ever, ever expected. It is, um, now we have kids quarantined, kids at home with siblings, kids, parents and kids together all the time. And um, the book is about imagination. It's about creative play. Um, it is, I would say, the publisher and I think it's anywhere from zero to nine years of age. A great read aloud book. I wrote it in rhyme because uh, my son growing up loved Dr. Seuss. So I don't claim to be Dr. Seuss, but uh, I loved rhyme and wanted to write it that way. And I don't know, it's just ended up being something I think that can bring parents closer. And my good friend, Kevin Sizemore, who took my book a step further, uh, provided a way for it to actually um, provide like visual entertainment if the parents are otherwise occupied doing something else, they can uh, show the kids the book another way. So we're really excited about it. Now, now Dreema, I have to ask, uh, this story that's out now that we're talking about actually began quite some time ago. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of Four Bears in a Box? I definitely can. It's, um, I think it's a really funny story. For those who don't know, um, I was married to Bob Denver, who played Gilligan on Gilligan's Island for um, almost 30 years until he passed away. And during our marriage, we had an autistic son um, who was severely autistic, and story time was the most special time for us because that's when Colin, our son, would snuggle in and cuddle up and love to be read to. So, you know, in my heart, that's just the primo time that we had with him. And one day Bob came to me and he said, um, honey, I think you should write a children's book. And I said, oh, you do, do you? And he was like... <laughs> He said, yeah, he said, you've got the rhyme thing down. You've read Dr. Seuss tens of thousands of times and that's no exaggeration. And um, he said, I think you should give it a try. And I said, well, okay, but I'd have to, you know, come up with a premise that little guys would like. And he said, well, I've already got the title. And I said, okay, what is the title? And he said, four bears and a bag. And I went, so exactly <laughs> what would four bears be doing in a bag? And he looked at me as only Bob could, and he went, that's what you gotta figure out. <laughs> and I said, okay. So I did. I figured out what four bears would be doing 20 years ago 
in a bag. Now, um, again, this was 20 years ago that he uh, challenged me to do this. And I wrote the book and then life got in the way and our son got older and a little more uh, challenging as far as handling him and just trying to get sleep and rest. And then of course, Bob was, was ill and passed away and it just got put away. And last spring, uh, I was doing spring cleaning. I don't know about you guys, but once in a while, I get this urge to purge. Yeah. And the safest place to go is like a drawer or a cabinet or something. Otherwise, I'll empty my house. So I was going through drawers and I found this manila envelope and, you know, didn't know what it was and opened it up and there were the typewritten pages. And the cool thing was now um, I have a manager, right? So I, I texted him and I said, I've, I've written a children's book. And he went, great, when? And I said, 20 years ago. And he's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, I took pictures of the pages, texted them to him. He found a publisher who believed in it and loved it, headline books, right away. Uh, I got an illustrator that I'm just, uh, Ashley Belote, who illustrated the book, is just magnificent. She's just wonderful. So um, just everything... It, just everything fell into place. It was like boom, boom, boom. And there it was, except the editors came to me or got in touch with me and they said, you know, Dreama nowadays, kids don't know what a brown paper bag is. Mm -hmm. And I thought they really don't. <laughs> that hadn't even occurred to me. <laughs> and he said, um, so would you be willing to change the title? Now I was kind of married to the title, emotionally connected to the title. But I said, let me think about it and I'll let you know tomorrow. So they said, we'll change it from a bag to a box. It's not that big, two letters, right? And I said, okay, let me think about it. I could literally hear Bob's voice in my ear going, honey, if they want to put the bears in a box, put them in a box, <laughs> not a big deal. And I'm, I literally could hear him saying that. So I, they required rewrites, of course, revisions. Uh, because now the bears were leaving the bag and they were going into a box, but it made the book so much more creative and fun and imaginative. And suddenly the box, the brown cardboard box, anybody with a kid knows that that kids love boxes and play in boxes more than they play with whatever came out of the box. And so and bags suddenly, were a little more dangerous, you know, like with the choke, with the uh, suffocation. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We didn't want kids putting bags over their heads. That wouldn't work. <laughs> you know? So, no, they had very good reasons for the change. And once I heard Bob's voice in my head, I thought, you know, it isn't that big a change. And it did make the book better. I mean, it did because I had to revise and rewrite. And uh, suddenly this box could become anything. And they could have all kinds of adventures every time they got in the box, the four bears. It could be, it could take them someplace different, you know. So it was actually, it, it all worked out exactly the way it was supposed to work out. Well, Dreama, I have a question. Uh, first, uh, this is kind of a little off track of where I wanted to go with this initially, but I want to know, why didn't Bob write the book? <laughs> why did he come to you? <laughs> I because he thought I was a good writer. And he knew I loved to write. And, you know, we did, um, with our son, we did 21, almost 21 years of 24-7 caregiving. So we took care of our son um, from day one. And um, you guys know, I'm sure you know, creative people need a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. And he knew that I needed 
something creative to do. So I think that's part of the reason. Plus the plan was he was going to illustrate the book. And uh, there are a couple of um, surprises in the pages of the book that literally brought tears to my eyes when I saw them. And uh, part of that would be, uh, oh, I don't know if I should spill the beans or not for people who might want to get the book, but um, his How about sketches, there's a guest appearance? Yeah, and a, a little exactly. tribute. A little tribute. Exactly. A little tribute to him and, of course, his, his sketches, you know. So, it, you know, I had somebody say to me the other day that this book brings generations together. And I hadn't thought of it that way, but I think it does because... You know, the grandparents grew up with my husband. They loved Gilligan's Island. They were fans, the, even the parents, uh, if the parents aren't too terribly young. So um, I think it does, even if the little kid hearing the story and seeing the, the, the art that uh, we're talking about right now, even if the children don't know exactly what that is, their parents and grandparents will. And so it sort of brings everybody together. Now, one other thing too, uh, Dreama, that I can't help but think of is the fact that you just talked about everything coming together. Mm -hmm. And could there have been a better time for all of this to come together no. than right now? No, it is so much more timely than, than we ever dreamed it would be. I wanted to write something that was magical and something that would trigger a child's imagination and, and have them go beyond just sitting around looking at their you know, parents' iPhone or playing on the iPad or the computer or something. I just, I just wanted something magic. I wanted to put something good out into the world for our kids. And that was the, that was what I was doing. And then my official launch of the book was supposed to be March in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. And of course that got canceled. And then we were supposed to go from, from the Texas Library Association conference to the American Library Association conference in Chicago. And that got canceled. So suddenly we were having to think outside the box um, and how to get, like everybody's doing right now, how to get the word out, how to launch the book, you know? And the fact that it launched during a time when, when I think parents and kids, we always need this, but I think right now that, that closeness, that cuddling up, that being alone and having, you know, an imaginary adventure together, I think right now, it's always important, but right now, even more so, I think. You know, Dreama, the, the expression, there are no coincidences, comes to mm -hmm. my mind when thinking about this whole scenario, because now you are really, get you are right, I think, getting it out there to children and, and parents and families at a time when they do really need it, and when it's important, because children aren't in school, to, to find ways to stimulate their imagination. And we right. should mention that Kevin Sizemore, who is a phenomenal actor, but uh, he also is a producer as well, and he does a lot of many things on the other side of the camera, has yeah. kind of got behind this because he loved the book. And then he got in touch with Charlie Adler, who is this incredible, what, one of the top voiceover artists in the, in the United States. I think he is the top He's voice the top actor one. Okay, the well, he is phenomenal. Uh, Buster Bunny. Candy Tunes. Um, cow. Cheeky. Red guy. They have a video production of this, which they have put on YouTube, so you can actually show your children a reading of this book as read by Charlie Adler. 
And then, uh, you know, Kevin put in pictures of the book. So it's just this wonderful little production. So I just, I don't think it's a coincidence that it happened at this time. And I think you may end up reaching more people. I think about it all the time because really, you know, everything had fallen into place so beautifully. And then the launch of the book came and everything kind of, you know, fell apart because of the uh, pandemic and all of that. So um, when I look back on it, as I have learned to do, I try to do it in real time, in the moment. Uh, I, I feel like it, it's still all coming together exactly the way it was meant to come together uh, in a way that I never anticipated, that the publisher never anticipated. Um, Kevin Sizemore is, uh, I just, he and Gina and Gunnar, I love so much. And Gunnar, uh, Kevin's son, Kevin and Gina's son, is a voiceover, or I hate to say voiceover, but he's a voice actor. Um, and he's worked with Charlie Adler. He did uh, Kung Fu Panda, which Charlie directed. And I mean, Charlie has done so many voices and you'll see some of that on the video. Right. Uh, which makes it really fun because after the, the story is over, then it shows you a little bit about Charlie and uh, Delnora Reed, who did the uh, music for the video. And fantastic. Bill and I loved, uh, we loved her. And also the little surprise she put uh, yeah. they, I know. You know, a musical surprise. Yeah, a little <laughs> musical that surprised me too. I know it was pretty amazing. But, Del Nora is, uh, she's from where I live right now, Princeton, West Virginia, and she is beautiful and talented and uh, a Nashville singer songwriter and, you know, can play the mandolin and the guitar and everything else and sings like a dream. I, I, uh, well, the little video at the end of the of the video there's a video of her um uh singing she's just she's amazing so these you know to have charlie adler read your children's book out loud is pretty spectacular and kevin brought it all together i mean kevin is the one who uh you know to launch the book we did i did a facebook live my first one ever and trying to get the word out and kevin tuned in and saw some of it he called me afterwards and he said you know, dreams, look, why don't we do this? You know, I've got an idea. I'm not sure exactly what it is yet, but, but if it's okay with you, and I was like, hey, whatever, go for it. Whatever, having no idea what he was talking about. And, you know, days later, he called me back and, okay, here's what I'm thinking. And it just, it was above and beyond anything I could have imagined for this book. And, and so timely and, and really wonderful. And, and I think all of us, Charlie and, and Kevin and myself, and Delnora, we all feel like we're putting something good out into the world. And really and truly, what could be better, honestly, than putting anything good out into the world? You know, we need it. The world needs it. We, we do. We absolutely do, Dream it. And, you know, another thing that I was thinking about, too, is we were just talking about the, the video, which mm -hmm. is fantastic. But and maybe I'm old fashioned, but I think that it, it doesn't have to be either or. I think this experience needs to be both. I think parents need to pick up this book and read it to their children, whether they do it before listening to Charlie do it or after. And, and there's a, a call to action at the end of the video uh -oh. that I think can help explain why what I'm saying is, is very valuable. And it just, to me, completes the experience for mom or dad or grandma or grandpa, whoever. Exactly. To read to the child and then watch the video because so many other things we just here go watch the television or go watch your computer it's good exactly but that exactly. takes away from that experience of reading it which i just think is so important and this is the ultimate 
experience for that, I believe. Holding a book in your hand. I mean, we grew up doing that. We didn't have devices, you know, and, and there's nothing like that feeling of a, of a book. And this book amazes me because tactily, it, it's a hardback, obviously, but tactily, it's, I want to say it's velvety. I don't even know what the word is that you use for it, but it just, <laughs> it just feels so good just to touch it. And the call to action, here's what we thought. Um, I started out as an actress. That's how I met Bob. I was casting a show with um, a stage play with Bob. And of course, Kevin's an actor and Charlie's an actor and, and Del Nora's a musician, all of us creative people. So we thought if we put out a call to action, uh, now my experience that would go along with what I'm going to say happened when I was in kindergarten and I was chosen to play the Virgin Mary in the Christmas pageant. That was my first acting job. And it did something to me at five years old. And we thought if we did a call to action where the families get together, they get their iPhone, they do a video, you know, mom does one voice, the kids do voices, somebody narrates, somebody gives a, a spin that maybe we haven't thought about, like maybe somebody makes it rappy or, or jazzy or a country flavored four bears in a box. We thought people, kids could get really creative and you never know what that's going to spark in them. Maybe one of those kids will be the next Charlie Adler or the next Kevin or a writer. If Dream of Denver can write a children's book, so can I, um, or a musician. Like you just don't know what things in life are going to spark um, something inside a young person. And so we thought if we put out this challenge and told people to do, uh, do their little videos, um, do whatever they want to do with the book, and then hashtag it, Four Bears in a Box, and put it on social media so we can see it and we'll share it. And maybe, um, you know, not only would it be something fun and creative to do and something they're going to learn by doing, they're going to learn something regardless of what part they play in the production, but we just thought it would be a wonderful thing to, to see everybody's ideas. Right now, I have people sending me pictures of their kids with the book, their kids in a box. I had a grown man in California. I mean, a grown man, um, <laughs> dapper suit, sitting at a great big box, holding my book. That's uh, I've had people, you know, it was so darling. I've had people tell me that their 85-year-old, you know, great-grandmother loves the book. So it really is something that, that everybody can take part in and have a really good time with while we're looking for things for entertainment and things to bring us some joy right now. I, I agree with you. It's really resonating with people. And you touched on something about they could maybe jazz it up or do it yeah. as rapping. You know, there is a musicality. And uh, two, two things on this. One is just the comment that I think it's a great thing for children either to have their parents read it to them or if they're old enough to read it themselves to to hear that musicality that because mm -hmm. it's written in rhyme um but I think also, exactly was it hard to write in rhyme rhyme is rhyme is really i loved it because i loved rhyme but it, it was interesting because sometimes you get like i'm working on a second bears book now and i'll get an idea about ooh, 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 this is what I want to have happen. 
and then it's like, okay, but I've got to rhyme it all. <laughs> I can't, I can't just say what happens and in uh, like normal conversation, I've got to make it rhyme. And sometimes that can be challenging, but, but I think when you do, I think, like you said, there's a rhythm and I think kids can get into that rhythm and whether they would do it in a, like their musical background, like I just said, could be, you know, rap or it could be pop or it could be whatever it is that they love for the book. We did it, Del Nor did it with a, a mandolin and it was lovely and special, but you know, you can put your own, your own spin on it, which I think is, is, I mean, I wish I could go do that. <laughs> if we hadn't done it already, we'd do it again. I'm telling you, because I think it's such a great idea. Well, it is. And you know, Dream, I was just thinking of uh, bringing up the whole concept of a call to action mm -hmm. um, and ask you to give us a little bit of a call to action or more importantly, to give our viewers a call to action. But before okay. I do that, yeah. I wanted to see if you might be able to come back and join us for another episode because there are so many other things <laughs> that we want to talk with you about. You mentioned, I believe you dropped a hint that there could be another uh, Four Bears book coming. There's, there's another book that you've written in the past that we want to get into. So many other things. Yeah. But I, I don't want to take away from what we're talking about now because this is just, um, th this is priceless. It really is the opportunity. Love, I you guys are awesome. I would love to come back and be with you again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they're really, I mean, we've got the whole, you know, Gilligan years that we can, mm -hmm. Bob and I, we were married uh, just shy of 30 years. So there's a, a lot to tell there. Yes, and, we would love to talk to you about that. We, you know, it, the time goes by so quickly, but we, we have all these questions we want to ask you. But, you know, we, no sense in rushing. We can have you come back another time. Well, and you know, I, I don't talk very much. I'm <laughs> Neither you do we. that, right? <laughs> Ask me a question and off I go. So yeah, well, it takes two or three shows to get it all in, right? Well then, so, so here's my last question then for you, Dreama. Okay. For the parents, the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, whoever it is that wants to get this book for their mm -hmm. special child, how can right. they go about doing that? And where can they, they watch it? Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Um, the book, if you would like the book to be um, autographed, um, you can go to bobdenver.com. That's pretty easy to remember. And I get it there. And that way it will be signed uh, with a little personal note. Um, if you don't care about that, if you just want to get the book, uh, you can also get it on Amazon. So uh, that's a place to get it if, if the signature and the, and the uh, autograph doesn't matter. And as far as the video goes now, it's on YouTube. It'll be the first thing that comes up. Uh, there are a couple of, there's a couple of interviews about that, but the one at the top should be the actual video itself. And it really is, parents, give yourself a little bit of a break and, you know, let the kids watch this and then, then do something with it. Do something really cool and let us hear about it. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Well, Dreema, we want to thank you so much for joining us and sharing this very special book and, and production with us. And we thank you for what you're doing to give back and to help in the way that you can by sharing your creativity during this very difficult time for a lot of people. And we do look forward to having you on the show again. I look forward yes, to coming back. And you guys, thank you for having me this time. And thank you for promoting this project because it really is uh, timely and it's, it's worthwhile. It's something I think that young people need right now. And you guys are part of the reason that we're able to get the word out there. So thank you so much. 
We're happy to do it. It's our pleasure. Folks, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Toppled and teetered and tossed in the box, they tumbled through space like four astronauts. They chuckled and chortled and giggled and snickered till somebody sneezed and the spacecraft lights flickered. <laughs> 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 <laughs>